It's time for episode 69 of Vegas Revealed. Bust out the makeup and remember how to smile. Masks are a thing of the past if you got your shots. Shots, shots, shots. All right, pack your appetite on your next Vegas trip. Buffets are back. Here are our first-hand experience inside Caesars, newly remodeled food joint. And digital tickets seem to be the new norm as demand is huge for some just-announced headliners. All right, let's spin the wheel and get rolling. It is episode 69 of Vegas Revealed. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. And Dana, this is our first time being back together in a couple weeks after your trip back to hometown of Rochester, New York. That's right. Went in to check on my parents, uh, hung out for 10 days with them and friends from home. It was a really nice break and uh, did a lot around the house, opened the above ground pool. And uh, speaking of that, you were wearing your Fitbit. While you were doing that, and the little chart that it gives you, it looks like a two-year-old scribbled on some paper. It does. Oh, I was going to tweet it. It's so funny. I was like, wow, look at me running around. It recorded it as a run. Yeah, uh, running around, opening the pool. It was insane. But I had so much fun with uh, my parents. I hadn't seen them in a long, long time. So, uh, you know, my dad's back at the senior center playing cards. They had quiz show game day and and he got two right and it's so fun to watch dad go and come home and talk about if he won or lost or you know all that and then bocce season starting up soon oh that's a big deal it's a big deal yeah but they're doing really well and i had a great time at home in new york the weather was chilly but it was a nice change because i come back and it's like hot 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 here no kidding and there was a lot that happened while you were gone too and so much from the second you landed there has just been a ton of updates for us to talk about this week. That's right. And one of the big ones is the mask. We talked a little bit about it last week, but, you know, the CDC recommended that people that have been fully vaccinated don't need to wear masks. And the number one question I get, I feel like on social media, and I'm sure you do too, is do we have to wear masks in hotel casinos? Where can I take my mask off? And um, that's been something that a lot of our folks that listen and aren't in Las Vegas keep asking like, okay, I'll come back if we don't have to wear masks. Right. And as you mentioned, that mask guidance from the CDC was happening just as we recorded last week's Mm -hmm. podcast. And since then, uh, pretty much every resort, uh, hotel and casino has come out and said, if you are vaccinated, if you are fully vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask on property. And that goes for not only the hotel casino guests, but for employees who work there too. Right. So, I mean, anyone who's unclear on that, I mean, just, you know, literally, as far as we know, most have adopted this. And, you know, just, you know, call and check if there's somewhere you want to stay and you're just not sure, just to double check. But wearing the mask um, is a thing that has kept a lot of people away. Let's put it that way. I mean, people didn't mind the the social distancing so much and some of the safety procedures, but the mask is something that I hear often of like, well, I don't want to come and, and wear a mask. Right. So I think it's going to be a big game changer for folks visiting Las Vegas. And if you do anything off of the strip, especially if you go to a restaurant or anything, there are still, you know, individual restaurants are making their own rules in regard to 
masks at this point. So you may still encounter some establishments that mm-hmm. do ask you to wear a mask inside. However, uh, on the Strip, it's a different story. And coming up in a little bit, we're going to be talking about uh, Strip buffets. Mm-hmm. And we are going to Bacchanal Buffet uh-huh. at Caesar's Palace. And I checked to make sure that what their situation was. And they said, no, if you are fully vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. Yeah. And then the follow-up question to that I keep getting is, well, how are they going to know if you're vaccinated? And it's like, listen, here's the deal. It's an honor system. And if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. If you're not, you should be wearing a mask. If you don't, that's on you, I guess. And the honor system, people's, uh, you know, people are questioning the honor system. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to shows mm-hmm. how much confidence we have in our <laughs> fellow citizens, doesn't it? <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, speaking of Caesars, uh, something we wanted to touch on today is a big change when it comes to their shows. We were just chatting about this last week when it came down. Sean and I decided not to go with it on the podcast, but... Uh, something that's developed in the last week is Caesars making changes to its showrooms. And what I mean by that is they've decided to close a lot of the small showrooms at their properties. Uh, off the top of my head, um, the Rio showroom where the Chippendales performed. Yep. The Cleopatra's Barge, which was iconic and obviously through the years has had many different performers um there was just a little dance club for a while then mac oss performed there then wayne newton and uh my my uh my neighbor dion warwick oh that's what (laughs) friends are for yeah that's what friends are for she lived in my building um but lots of people have performed there through the years and then what other ones closed the i think it's the crazy girls theater the Crazy Girls Theater right? at uh, Planet Hollywood has right. closed. And that was, aside from Legends in Concert, one of the longest running shows on the Strip. They're now having to look for a new home because the smaller showroom there at Planet Hollywood is closing down. Essentially, Caesars has come out and said that they are focusing their attention on big name acts in the larger showrooms Mm -hmm. and the smaller performance venues are closing down for the foreseeable future and what that means is that most of the local entertainers who depend on those venues to be open for a livelihood are once again finding themselves out of gigs. Yeah, I, I was watching um, social media the other day and I was noticing a lot of people post um, Vinay from the Bronx Wanderers said that, you know, they're no longer going to have their show. I believe they were at Harrah's and they'll still be performing a little bit at the Carnival Court. But uh, Anthony Cools, who's been a long time yeah. resident performer at the Paris in the small showroom there, he was moving out the other day saying, you know, mm. it just seemed trying to be positive but he said you know I'm not gonna lie I'm really sad I've been there a long time and so that little room will close so it's sad to see a lot of our local longtime performers you know be out of work once again yeah I know and it's such a such a blow to them because after this whole past year when there have been no venues Mm -hmm. on the strip for them to perform that's been a, a huge blow and now as venues are able to reopen the casino deciding, at least as far as Caesars Entertainment 
is concerned not to reopen some of those smaller venues. So that is definitely an unfortunate yeah. development that we're seeing. And I'm a little surprised because I thought those kinds of shows would be more popular than the big, you know, I think a variety. People will love to see, you know, the big shows. Uh, but I want to say more popular, but, you know, give people... Uh, more to do while they're here in Vegas since everything's been shut down for so long. To me, it's like you might want to pop to a really big show and you buy your tickets ahead of time and whatever, you're going to Celine at Resorts World and then and then you're going to go see, you know, an Anthony Cools or a Bronx Wanderers another night or, you know, to have variety. So I'm a little surprised by that. And it could also be maybe the small proximity do we want to be spread out more? I don't know. Um, but they have a plan. They have Usher performing at the Coliseum, I know, at Caesars Palace, and they're they're putting a lot of weight on that show that's apparently sold really, really well. Yeah. So it, that apparently is uh, the the trend that, mm-hmm. that Caesars is following, just focusing on those big headlining artists and, you know, not putting the attention on the, on the local performers who've really – sustained those uh, properties in those smaller venues yeah. for decades. Everyone wants to know, where is Wayne Newton going? We need to know. Wayne is our is our Vegas face. <laughs> we need to shoot him a text. We do. We need to text we Wayne to text and say, Wayne. Wayne, where are you going to end up, buddy? Donkashe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to see uh, magician Matt Franco yep. on Monday. So this podcast come on out of Saturday. We're, we're going on Monday, and he is still performing at the Link. The Link, yep. Which is a Caesar's property. So um, he's back on stage. Uh, we're excited to go check Matt out. And then we loved the way that we got our tickets. We got a link text to us, and I was chatting with you about this. I'm like, this is amazing. Click the link. Click the link. I was so excited to click the link. Uh, because what it is, is it takes you to basically a, a digital ticket that you can also add to your Apple wallet. And I thought, this is so convenient. I love that. It's so easy. You just show your phone, and then boom, you're in. You don't have to go and try and retrieve it and all that. But I did ask... Um, Matt's publicist about this to get some more information and she was telling me that ticketing is going to be as digital as possible moving forward okay. um, and that they're trying to push as much digital you know via text uh, with the Live Nation mobile app and all sorts of different things like this I think this was from Ticketmaster so um, good to know because I hope that that's the way it will be because that was simple I don't have to go to the box office and right. show my ID and get there early and wait in line and pick up a ticket well and last week you know we talked about the Allegiant Stadium tour mm-hmm. and those tickets uh, came digitally as well. And I got to add those to my Apple wallet. Um, and going through the checkout process, there was, if you wanted the tickets delivered digitally, it was no fee. But if you wanted physical tickets, there was a fee attached to that. Oh. So like, obviously well, you want like the a memento? free version. I well, mean, yeah, unless you're like putting a scrapbook together of <laughs> yeah. your Vegas adventure. <laughs> I have a whole bag of my tickets. Well, back in the day, that's all we got was tickets. Yeah. And we didn't have a choice. And uh, yeah, shows how old I am. A whole I've bag got a of drawer <laughs> upstairs full of full of tickets and lanyards and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Everything. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's talk about more shows being added for Celine. Dion and Carrie Underwood. Their tickets just literally went on sale, right? Was it just the pre-sale? Well, yeah, I was going to say, this isn't even the the on sale to the public. This is only pre-sale tickets. And they just went on sale uh, this past week. And within a day of the pre-sale being available... Celine Dion and Carrie Underwood have already added additional shows 
over at the new theater at Resorts World. That is really incredible. That means things are going really well. I think people test the waters like, well, let's see if these sell. Yeah. And then and then we'll add more. And what a great sign that people are, are buying tickets and wanting to see these shows. And Resorts World's not even open yet. It doesn't even right. open until June 24th. So. And, the, and the tickets are actually pretty reasonably priced, too, when you compare them to the prices of, you know, big name headliners. Mm-hmm. I think the Carrie Underwood tickets started under a hundred dollars easily they went up obviously as you know as you get closer to the to the stage but i thought one of the interesting things is carrie underwood is not doing a meet and greet before the show so i was thinking i was like so what are these vip packages going to entail and the the package that's being offered specifically for carrie's show i didn't look at celine's show um but there's a $750 add-on for a VIP experience. And that gets you into a pre-show wine tasting with the Resorts World Sommelier. You do this whole wine tasting. Carrie comes in and does a wine toast with the select few people who decide to, you know, do that $750 add-on per person. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, an assortment of really uh, elevated hors d'oeuvres from the resort chef and really nice desserts and that's before you go in and I think the VIP section has uh, complimentary beer uh, wine and soft drinks and then you can get some cocktail tickets you get a couple tickets for cocktails if you decide to go that route but I thought it was interesting to see how uh, the show producers and the properties are evolving the VIP experience right. now that a meet and greet is kind of off the table, at least for the time being. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's safety first. I mean, that's an interesting, you know, uh, package for, I guess you do, I mean, with the amount of drinks you're getting with it, it can really add up. I mean, you could drink all night, it sounds like. <laughs> and then you're like, be totally slosh. And when you leave, you'll be like, Jesus, Jeez. take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Please, because I haven't getting behind it. <laughs> Come on, Jesus, drive me home. <laughs> you like that? I need like that reference because you're a Carrie Underwood fan. <laughs> I've been stewing it all in my head the whole well time done. you were talking. I saw a smirk on your face. <laughs> I was wondering what was up. <laughs> well, my friends did just tour Resorts World, um, and they went inside and the little hard hat tour. And I said, "Well, what was it like inside?" And they gave me a little a, a little recap. They said that. Uh, the red and brown exterior is not what the property looks like inside. So don't think like, ooh, that's going to be the theme inside. You're saying it's more of like this desert chic interior with marble, light woods, cream walls, bright and gold accents. And this is all throughout the casino and common areas. And then they were saying that there's the three different hotels under the one roof, but each with their own address and hotel lobby check-in, too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of cool, too. Um, I noticed the Hilton, and I don't think... The Hilton's on sale now. The Conrad? And then what's the other one? Crockford's? Yes. One of those other ones is on sale, too. But there was one of them that wasn't yet, so I'm not sure. But for for check-in for June 25th. So anyway, they loved it. They thought it was a great setup. And they said it's really unique and very different from a lot of the resort properties already on the Strip. Mm, Very cool. And again, Resorts World uh, having its grand opening on June 24th. And just another little tidbit about another new property, Virgin Hotels, which has been open uh, for a couple months now. Uh, I've 
heard through some sources that uh, Sir Richard Branson, of course, the the head of the Virgin Mm -hmm. brand, uh, will be coming into town in June for four days for kind of a a delayed opening. Yeah. A big, you know. This big weekend. Big long weekend of celebrations and he'll be in for that. And they're going to be opening the day club area that weekend. They have an incredible day club pool that they're opening there called Elia. I interviewed two of the operators for a magazine article in deluxe version. So check deluxe version for all the details. But let me tell you, this is a really cool day club because it's a whole different kind of vibe than we have in other places on the Strip. This is more of like a Mykonos, like a Tulum kind of vibe. Ooh. Yeah, and it's got like all the raw materials and the, you know, the curtains hanging. The food is a little bit different and beers from around the world. And so read the article. I don't want to give too much away. I want you to be able to go to Deluxe Version and read all the details. But uh, they're going to be opening on June 10th. So that'll be a good option for those of us who don't have the luxury of traveling around the world and taking part in all of these uh, international party experiences. We'll get that vibe right here at Virgin Hotels when Elia opens. So that's exciting. Uh, one of the other things, a couple weeks ago in one of our polls, Dana, mm-hmm. we asked about what kind of entertainment people wanted to see. And surprisingly, a lot of people said touring concerts Mm -hmm. were at the top of their list for Vegas entertainment. And we have just gotten word that the Jonas Brothers are kicking off their tour right here in Vegas. I know. And this is great news because right before the pandemic, they were going to open a residency show. Right. At at, Park Theater. At Park Theater. And then they had to cancel and they thought, okay, let's just put this on hold. But at least they'll be coming here to Park MGM on Friday, August 20th and Saturday, August 21st. Tickets go on sale May 27th at 10 a.m. But it's part of their Remember This Tour. So uh, we're happy that the Jonas Brothers will be here for two nights in Las Vegas. And and why not kick off the tour here? And also, we want to mention that George Strait is coming back to T-Mobile Arena. He was one of the very first. Mm -hmm. He was actually the first entertainer to have a residency at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, His shows are going to be back on stage August 13th and 14th. Uh, Special guest Caitlin Smith is going to be joining him. These are rescheduled shows that were supposed to happen in 2020. So George Strait coming back to honor those dates. Yeah, and I think in the details it said, okay, if you had tickets to this show, you're going to the like the 13th show. If you had tickets to this show, you're going to the 14th show. Right. Uh, call, work it all out. And then I guess whatever's left over, if there are any, people will be able to buy tickets yep. to go. So, But he sells quick. He's, he does. Yeah, incredible, George Strait. Um, okay, should we get to our poll? Yeah, I'm hungry. I know. Our poll is about buffets. We asked, and you have responded to our exclusive Vegas Revealed Weekly Poll. I love it. So much buildup for our weekly (laughs) exclusive poll. Who doesn't love a poll about buffets, right? (laughs) Well, we've been talking a lot about buffets because several have announced openings. Like we mentioned, Caesars is opening their buffet, and it's huge, the Bacchanal Buffet. And then Wicked Spoon is open at the Cosmopolitan, and MGM Grand just announced their buffet is opening as well. And we seem to get a lot of response when we talk buffets on Twitter. So I thought, okay, let's do a poll and see who loves buffets and maybe you don't. 
Well, it seems that just over half of people do like buffets. 53% said, yeah, I do like to go to buffets. Uh, 47% said, no, it's not really their vibe. Yeah. Uh, but we did get uh, several comments about this, Dana. We did. And and I must say, this was over 200 votes this week. So big time. That. Yeah. But yeah, Nickster says the buffet at MGM Grand was my favorite. They had the best fish. I hope it returns. Well, guess what, Nickster? They just announced they're opening the buffet. So that's exciting. May 26th at 7 a.m. There you go. Be the first in the door. She's all set. (laughs) Uh, Brett says, I personally enjoy the Rio buffet mainly because that's where I tend to stay. But I will say I was highly impressed with the buffet at Red Rock Casino during my last visit. Uh, let's put a pin in Rio Mm -hmm. station casinos. They have redone their buffets as well. So I say good choice on red rock going back to Rio. That was at one point the world's largest buffet. The world's yes. I remember going it. My friend's parents were in town and they're like, we want to go to the Rio buffet. And I went Yeah, and I couldn't like, there was stuff in every corner and they were all about the crab legs and all that kind of thing. And then we have a couple votes here from Ryan and Beyond Creative, a regular listener, saying the win, hands down, is so good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And then uh, Bari, Vegas lover, voted for Aria. Okay, she likes that buffet. And then Melly says, not at the Strip, but local casinos. Yes, I like those buffets. She said she likes the Orleans, Sam's Town, and the weekend champagne brunches at Main Street and Aliante. So some great tips from her. Okay. And Joseph tells us, we usually do one in Old Vegas to get that nostalgic feel, which is a great idea because you do go down to the casinos on Fremont Street and Mm -hmm. they do have a totally different vibe than what you get on the Strip. So good choice, Joseph. Yeah, he says, hopefully looking tan. He likes to go tan, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I said, listen, we love a good tan too. I get it. Um, The Mirage, someone voted for. And then somebody else, Randy, said, I'm not a buffet kind of guy. I prefer meals individually prepared and served via waitstaff. So that makes sense. Some people do prefer that. And then another vote for Aliante. And they said that that Aliante buffet is really clean. So it's definitely their favorite. So people have, you know buffet favorites for certain reasons so we love everyone chiming in thanks for chiming in on the weekly poll about buffets and we are uh moving right in to our uh, tips of the week and our tips come straight from the buffet at caesar's palace the bacchanal buffet which has just reopened Yes, and if you look at their website, they are the largest buffet in Las Vegas. 15 deli chef specials, 90 minutes to dine, nine kitchens, infinite flavors. So Sean and I, we went to Bacchanal Buffet as soon as it opened, and we were on location, and here are our tips. So right now we're here at Bacchanal Buffet at Caesars Palace. It is just reopened. We're here for the grand opening service. Oh, and you can tell everyone is so excited it's open, right? And you know what else is back? The lines, right? We saw, we both, I'm going to say we pulled up, we walked up, (laughs) and we were like, well, the lines are back. People are ready to hit the buffet. There is definitely demand, and uh, judging from the comments and questions that we've received on social media... People really want to know what the buffet experience is like right now. And guess what? 
We can tell you. We can tell you because we're here. We're sitting at our table. We just finished our meal, and we'll get into some of that in a bit. But we wanted to answer the questions that we got on Twitter because we let people know we were coming here, and a lot of them had to do with kind of the safety plan, like what, how does it work, and and people wanted to know if they were going to do it as in like you would sit down at your table, you know, and be served and order because apparently the win and is it uh, the Cosmopolitan are doing, you sit down, you order, they bring it to you. Well, no, at the Bacchanal Buffet, they are allowing you to go up and it's self-serve. Yeah, it's self-serve. They're, uh, they have taken good precautions though. I feel like the, um, I don't know, what do you call it? The sneeze guard, like the glass yeah, the that, glass, yeah. that covers things. I feel like that's definitely been lowered mm-hmm. and like it's at face level and it's down pretty low at hand level too. So when you use the tongs to get your food, like all that you're doing is sticking your hand under there. So I feel like that's good. And there's hand sanitizer everywhere. There is hand sanitizer. They also brought us little uh, hand wipes for our table as well. And something else that they're doing is every time you go up, you have to get a new plate. Uh, They are taking away your plate. They're taking away your silverware. They're bringing you out a new drink. And so, you know, the plateware and also glassware is changing at all times. And uh, we did have one question here on uh, Twitter from Puzzle Piece, Slot Machine, Joker Card, Pizza, Ice Cream Cone, Pretzel, Hot Dog, Donut, Moon. He's, that's his, his, his Twitter. His name is Emojis. His Twitter handle is all emojis. And he wants to know if there's lobster. Yeah. Yes, there are lobster claws. I had them and they are yummy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Good Humor Life. Good Humor Life is his name, yeah. Yeah, um, and then I had the, the shrimp. I saw the crab legs up there. There's oysters. I mean, everything you could imagine on the seafood side, that's for sure. Um, what are the hours they're open and closed? They're open 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. and they are closed two days. A week. Also, somebody asked if there's a two-hour limit at your table. It's actually a 90-minute uh, limit that you are invited to dine here. So just keep that in mind and plan accordingly. If you need to, you know, scarf down your first couple plates to take full advantage of that 90 minutes, then yeah. make sure your belly's ready. I mean, there's a lot of people who want to get in here, so they want to make sure that they're, they keep it moving. And there's so many choices. So they've got the Asian cuisine. There was an Italian section. Uh, they had salads, which, you know, I think most people just skip over. <laughs> they weren't like hardcore salads, but, you know, salad-y type things. And they had my favorite, like the prime rib carving station, that which was sweet. amazing. They had a, a Wagyu mm-hmm. that was delicious. And the brisket was also really good. But I started my meal with sushi because I thought it was a little lighter. And yeah, you whipped I, out the chopsticks, and I thought, really? We're going sushi right now? We're going sushi. <laughs> we, I had to start light, and then I moved into the, the Wagyu and the brisket and ended up with the seafood and then hit the desserts. Mm-hmm. The desserts were amazing. The desserts are delicious. The gelato, I recommend the espresso chip gelato. Okay. And so that brings us, Dana, to our tips if you're hitting the buffet. That's right. So my tip, ask people that work here what you should get. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of 
people behind the glass working certain stations and what I did was like you tell me out of the four meats which I should have and he's like well you could have a little of each or this is one that people keep coming back for this is a favorite right here you gotta have it and I was like great give me those two so I mean ask for advice because you want to make sure you get the best stuff and and that's who knows it best yeah. are the people preparing it my advice is to wait for the table side service And what I mean by that is there's little carts that come around during dinner service. We had lobster bisque from one cart, which was adorable. There was a little lobster-shaped cutout of squash that was in the little cup, and then it was topped with the bisque. And also they brought over these little... Uh, Japanese Wagyu hot dogs that were delicious. I know. And you were the only one at the table to get the hot dog because we all passed. But you were like, I'm going to try this out. We, there's a video floating around somewhere. You might see it at some point. And it was really good. I recommend the Japanese Wagyu hot dog. Okay. But you have to get it from the cart. <laughs> you have to get it from the cart. Yeah, very nice people here. And you can tell they're working hard to obviously clean things up as fast as they can. Uh, quick thing we mentioned masks at the top of the show and that seems to be a question if you are fully vaccinated you do not need to wear a mask there are plenty of people without masks on in this uh, buffet and there are plenty with masks on so it's just depends if you're vaccinated if you're comfortable but you know a little bit of both Let's toss it back to us in the studio. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, that was fun. Great trip to the buffet at Caesar's Palace. Uh, Dana, I just had to loosen my belt. <laughs> Man. Stuffed. Woo! I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did, because we really, really did. And check out some of our pictures and videos on our social media sites, because we know you love the visuals, too. And we want to make sure that you're able to see some of the dishes that we had. And there really are infinite flavors at Bacchanal Buffet. So... Good. All right. Well, now that we've gained four pounds, let's say goodbye and hit the treadmill. <laughs> oh, we need to. All right. We are going to be running until we're back at you with episode 70 of Vegas Revealed what? next week. 70? 70. We are turning 70? Look at that. That's Geriatrics crazy. over here. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, remember <laughs> to go to our show notes. We have a link to our merchandise. Sean and I purchased the hoodies, the Vegas Revealed hoodies, and they're really soft. So get yourself one for those chilly nights by the fire pit in the backyard and enjoy they also have masks stickers all sorts of merchandise um, with Vegas themes not just Vegas revealed so click the link and get yours now also some designs that let people know that you have gotten your vaccine that's right vaccinated AF you want to get the tank top for summer have a great week everyone bye let's go to Vegas we'll stay up all night let's go to Vegas baby let's get away